When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is a show in season three. If you didn't know, we included the Dean. Wiggler and Jazz here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail, dream tale with all of our friends. The brightest timeline's here to shine the way. Community building is here to stay. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's community building here on Post Show Recaps, talking season three, episode 15, Origins of Vampire Mythology, or as I like to say, Stragoy! 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 I'm Josh Wiggler, and I am joined here by my friend and yours, as always, the great Jess Sterling. Hey, Jess, can I have my phone back, please? Um, absolutely not. No, it's under. I'm just trying to text my friend Gordon Holmes. It's not that big of a deal. (laughs) I don't believe you. (laughs) Listen, I just have to text Gordon something real quick, and I promise I'll give the phone back once Gordon gets back to me. Okay, fine. I I'm trusting you with this. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. All right, hang on one sec. Let me just text. uh, Okay, Gordon. I oh, he doesn't come up as Gordon. It comes up as Hurricane Holmes (laughs) in my phone. Uh, okay, uh, at Hurricane Holmes, you up, send. 
Are we supposed to believe that you have my home phone number? Do you think I just give it out to anybody? <laughs> it's Gordon to, Holmes. Hey, not to completely derail this conversation, but a buddy of mine. This was conversation's a, already derailed. Gordon. Too late. Uh, Consider it derailed. <laughs> a buddy of mine was at like a trivia night, and uh, a survivor question was asked. Yeah, and there were two women there who like love Survivor, and he legitimately he legitimately used the line, "Do you know Gordon Holmes?" to pick up Survivor fans. And it worked. What kind that's, of world do we live in? That's, that's a nightmare. That's ter- <laughs> like I have such sympathy for these women. Like that's that's the worst pickup line I've ever heard in my As a life. society, we've reached a low point, I think, at <laughs> yeah. this moment in time. Uh, but I think, listen, maybe it's just whoever used the do you know Gordon Holmes line just has no shame is a possibility. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're saying they're they're blade-esque. Yeah, they're bladed out here as we are speaking of the blade itself here on commute. No, that's a different thing. That's a book series. We're talking about Blade, the vampire hunter here, Strigoi in Origins of Vampire Mythology, which I'm excited to talk about for a few reasons. First and foremost, Jess, I can't believe we've got the great Gordon Holmes with us right now. Oh. Do you know that I know Gordon Holmes? Oh, uh, I did know that you know Gordon yeah. Holmes. <laughs> this is a very big deal. I'm going to go around telling everybody I know Gordon Holmes and see what kind of doors this unlocks. Uh, hello, the, the, the worst pickup line of all time. You're welcome to use it. You're welcome to use it. Uh, so I'm very excited, Gordon. The, Gordon. the success rate is not zero on that line. Just Gordon, Gordon, how are you is my first question. Oh, Oh my goodness! Are you kidding me? Uh, if if you are one of those people that could be picked up by someone knowing me, um, you might know that I, I'm a, a father. We have a, a what, two-year-old uh, chasing her around uh, the the house. She's getting into everything. Currently, she's, she's like as a yeah, podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, like Lindsay, my wife is downstairs, and she's like, "How do we keep her quiet during this?" And I'm like, "I don't know. If that's possible." Uh-huh. Uh, she doesn't speak a lot. She's we call her aggressively polite because her like she'll walk up to people be like hey hey hi hi and if you don't respond it gets like louder and like meaner hey hey Uh, yeah. I just blew out a mic there. Yeah, uh, we call her the mayor. She's the mayor because everywhere we go, she make. We were very worried because she's a COVID baby. You know that she would never want to be friends with anybody. It is the exact opposite. She's also developed a uh, a, a, a a like mean sarcastic wave. Like if she's done with you, she's like just wave and be like bye bye bye. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> no so. more of that, please. Then I gotta watch work, out for that kid. I have to work on a mean sign off. I think. I think that this is something oh, that I don't do really have remember? in my arsenal. Us doing succession where you literally would tell people F off. At oh, the yeah, end of the I guess podcast. I would do that. I would do my best Brian Cox and say F off. Uh, should I try that at the end of this episode instead of telling Corey B to take us away? You're gonna, I don't think you should tell Corey B to F off. We oh, need I was him. not going to do that. Uh, I certainly <laughs> wouldn't do that. Uh, although that could be pretty funny as well. And Corey B, F off. <laughs> it's a collaboration. <laughs> a combination could mm-hmm. be interesting. Um, a mean, aggressive wave. Yeah. Uh, now, Gordon, you're not on camera as we are recording this podcast, but I am. So I'm going to try and do my best impression of what I imagine your daughter's aggressive wave looks like, mean, aggressive wave. And Jess, I think that you should describe uh, for the listeners what Great. it looks like. You ready? Yep. Okay. What is ha- Okay. So Josh looks like he's like maybe massaging someone's back or karateing. Something his hands are flat, open palm. Now he's punching his fists and now he's like double high fiving someone. And now he is opening his hands like an alligator. 
I don't no, know what's like happening. A street, a street fighter. <laughs> yeah, that was a Hadouken. Is that the term? Hadouken. Oh. Hadouken. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, you knew the, I wouldn't I look, know that reference. Yeah. <laughs> I look homeless right now. Um, so I'm going to turn my camera anyway. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, there he is. There he is. It's more like this. Oh, Bye-bye. wow. Okay. Oh, so, it's like a sarcastic wave. So the hand is out, and there's waving that's happening, but like the fingers are kind of like far back, which yeah. is almost Bye-bye. like, no, you're not even. It's all in the wrist. It's all in the wrist. Wow. Yeah. She's cold blooded, this kid. Uh, the doctors refer to it as a big personality. Uh-huh, sure. Uh, oh, big personality. she's well, got we... such a big Wait, personality. Wait, did you say she just turned two? Like, just yes. turned two? Yeah. Like yesterday. <gasps> yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah, she she is the light of my life. I could I can't imagine like I, before becoming a parent. I understand like how you just love this thing like crazy, and I do. But like she, we we got some work to do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, it's great that you bring that up because the way you feel as a parent, Gordon, towards your child is how I feel towards the blade the Blade trilogy. Uh, the the Marvel you need to work on it a little. The Marvel Comics <laughs> superhero trilogy uh, that predates the X-Men and the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Spider-Man movies, the Wesley Snipes Marvel Vampire Superhero series that I'm uh, sure, Jess, you're quite familiar with. I know about Marvel. Uh-huh. And do you know about Blade? Absolutely not, no. Gordon, do you know about Blade? I know of the movies. How is it possible that... that neither of you know Blade? Blade is an icon. I just said I know him. I just said I know him. I just haven't seen the movies. And I do mm. know they are doing Blade movies going forward, aren't they? Yes. Blade is oh. going to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as played by Oscar winner. I believe two-time Oscar winner Mahershala Ali is going to be playing Blade. And you can't even say he's making his Marvel Cinematic Universe debut as Blade because he was briefly part of the Netflix Luke Cage show. So maybe it's a little confusing, but if Mahershala Ali wants to play Blade, I think you let him play a second character and let him play Blade. But Blade's the daywalker. He's the daywalker, Jess. He can walk around in the daylight because he's a special kind of vampire and he goes around fighting and hunting vampires, even though he himself is somewhat of a vampire. Oh, he's, no. he's he's a real badass. And he's Does got, he like, really have a second sword that is infused with garlic? I don't that think he has question. a I don't think he has a second sword infused with garlic, but maybe he does and I'm point. not remembering that uh quite right he does have a really cool sword that does like some like spinny things it like unfolds it's like a retractable sword kind of cool he has has a pretty sweet haircut he has an awesome haircut he's got like a cool leather suit and the shades and he's got all of these incredible one-liners in the movie there's an iconic moment at the end of the first blade spoiler alert that he is about to fight the final bad guys of the film and he has this inexplicable line that to date makes no sense. And I guess mm-hmm. that that's essentially what it boils down to is he's about to fight somebody who he knows is going to lose and die in battle against he himself, Blade. And so I think he kind of like rolls his eyes at this guy and speaks to the futility of the exercise of this guy trying to go up against Blade by saying, and I'm not going to say the full curse word, he says, some mother effers are always trying to ice skate uphill. That's what he says. Some other effers are always trying to ice skate uphill. I kind really great quote. Absolutely That's legendary. Absolutely legendary. Yeah. Go watch Blade. That's but my review Abed, of this episode of Community. <laughs> go watch Blade. Abed was the one that said he had a garlic infused sword, which is awesome. Also, he should have a super soaker full of holy water. That would be cool too. That'd be a, uh, that's yes. a very Lost Boys uh, type of weapon. I feel yeah. like. 
How are you on vampire lore, Gordon? I'm up on my vampire lore. Yeah. Obviously not enough to know much about the Blade, the Blade trilogy. Yeah. Do you like, uh, do you feel like you'd be a good or bad vampire should you ever come down with the affliction? I'd keep awful hours. You know this. Um, So, so, you know, being a night walker, I already am uh, pretty much. Uh, There's a major issue that I'm, uh, I'm certainly aware of. I'm sure is coming to mind for you as well. Um, The vampire's aversion to garlic. This would be an issue. You'd never be able to eat your favorite food ever again. Yeah, I do. I love my lasagna. I love like like Garfield the cat. Um, you know, garlic pizza, bread, any, best food on the planet. Garlic bread, best. Oh, that you you saw that tweet the other day. My wife says you've you said this to bread? me many times. It's hurtful. Like it's like, don't you know me? Yeah, we our our seven year anniversary. I'm just gonna tell everybody about my personal life. Our yeah, seven year anniversary is a couple. <laughs> is the 29th. Yeah, don't you know me? Uh, it hurt my soul. Well, I know you, uh, and I know that it would be a nightmare for you to turn into a vampire. Jess, how, how would long- you do as a vampire? Um, I'm not a night owl. I feel like I would struggle a lot being a vampire. I you don't also think you'd just- get used to the hours eventually? Um, Maybe if like my body was able to adjust just by proxy of being a vampire. But yeah. at the same time, I also... People's necks, I feel like, are kind of a really gross body part huh. to have to like sink your teeth into. Uh-huh. Because, like, think about it, right? Okay. Like, some people get, like, back of the neck sweats. <laughs> and also, yeah. like, people just, like, your hair is, like, resting on your neck sometimes. Like, it's not, like, a necessarily, like, super clean part of someone's body. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. So I don't want to be that guy. And I don't know if this is this is probably a much less clean part of somebody's body. But if you've ever seen the Jim Carrey movie Once Bitten, uh, there are other places where vampires uh, can bite their yes. prey. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think vampire. And I'm not. And I'm not recommending. I'm not recommending one. Yeah, I think you. Could although the dance scene in it part. is awesome. I you think just, maybe even like the, like the what's this part of your arm called? Like the, the forearm. <laughs> forearm, Jess. Thank you. My brain stopped working. Did you just <laughs> ask us what the forearm is? <laughs> I did. I did. Um, but that feels like a pretty clean. It's nice and soft. It's not really hairy either uh-huh. which is a concern well it depends on the person i suppose and there's major veins in there i, I, yes. I think you're out of something jess yeah. I think you're out of something. yeah or the and, elbow pit maybe. and i think the elbow pit is not uh, elbow pit feels like it's gonna be a little hard to get grip on yeah you gotta really flatten yeah. the arm out yeah like i feel you like know, you're, you getting, know, you're getting elbow pit after like uh gordon you've killed the person probably well you gotta like break every- the arm yeah well everybody did the high jump the same way they went over you know, like, uh, like, like they're trying to like dive over it until that dude Fosbury came along and jumped over backwards, broke every record. Now everybody does it. Yeah. Maybe Jess is the Fosbury, if I have the name correct, of vampires. Maybe going okay. forward, it's a wrist and it's not a neck. I well, think that's the move. Uh, no one, no one asked me how I'd do as a vampire. How would you so... do, Josh Wiggler? Uh, I'd be great. I'd be a great vampire. <laughs> I'd fly a lot. I would be, uh, I'd be throwing all kinds of parties. Uh, there would be great podcasting at night that would be accomplished. Um, I think I would be very good at keeping people, uh, fellow vampires entertained during the daytime even because I would supply them with podcasts that they can listen to in their <gasps> coffins. I was going to say, what if they got coffins that had like speakers in them? Yeah. 
And yeah. so you could listen while you snoozed? Well, it's a good thing you mentioned that, Jess, because patrons of Vampire Post Show Recaps, <laughs> when you sign up at patreon.com slash vampire post show recaps, will uh, immediately be submitted to a lottery for uh, a, a patented coffin with speakers in it. Uh, so that's something we're developing, and it's a really cool thing. No? It's great. What a what Nothing. a bra- what a braggadocious <laughs> son of like oh yeah. I'd be such a good vampire. It's called this confidence, problem, Gordon. Gordon. Get some. And this is your problem, Jess. <laughs> but oh, Josh would just be the best vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know where you know where I think would be a good spot to like. I don't know if haunt is the word when you're a vampire hunt. Maybe that sounds bad, but I feel like you would want to go to like a day spa. Although you can't go, you can't go out during the day. You, can you? You, you can't really night go spa. out. You need a night spa. Yeah. Cause I was going to say people are super clean when they're done. Yeah. And I wouldn't want is- like, Cause think about if you're like sucking someone's blood at night, they've been walking all day in that skin. Jess, you are like the Danny Tanner of vampires. <laughs> Very how gross it is to put your mouth on another human's skin yeah. and a stranger. The Monica, the Monica Geller of uh, vampires, not concerned with the drinking of blood. That's yeah. fine. But if forget if the skin, forget yeah. that. Uh, forget Nightwalker. You're a neat walker. Neat walker. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well anyway, we're talking a lot about vampires because this episode is about <laughs> vampires in title. There's a blade in it. I think that this, I would guess, is an episode that probably lands with something of a dud for most people. I found myself highly amused because I thought the Blade stuff was very funny. And I also really enjoyed the Brita content. Once again, we've been having a very good time with Brita on the podcast recently, Gordon. Season three thus far has been the season of Brita. Nice. We've been having a very good time. Uh, so I've been enjoying the unfiltered Britta uh, this season. I thought that she was very funny in this episode as well. Great Annie episode, I think. Jess, you got to be happy yeah. with the Annie content here. I'm very happy with the Annie content. As always, I'm looking for an episode where Annie is getting a nice little spotlight on her. And this one is fun. She, you know, she knows how to deal with people like Britta, although she's not necessarily ready for the ramifications when she does change the number in her phone. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't know how to how to get women to not be attracted to her actions. Yeah. Um, Gordon, once upon a time, we had you on here for remedial chaos theory. This was season zero. This was before community building went public and you came with Rob to talk about the best episode of community ever. Is this uh, the counterbalance to that for you that you have to talk about what you described as before we came onto the podcast, one of the worst pre gas leak season episodes of community? Uh, yeah, and I, I'm going to stick by that. But the thing is, season one of Community, before they really kind of found their way, I don't even know how to rank those, just because yeah. they're so so much like a normal sitcom compared to what it became. Uh, but as far as like the season two and season three, the pre Gas Lake seasons, this episode is, I I am not a fan. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I, like I, I will 100 agree with you. I love the British stuff. I love the Annie stuff because I feel like one of the more interesting parts of Annie's character is the drug use that they hardly ever touch upon. Right. So it's fascinating. They got to bring that out and, you know, her experience with it. But like, you know, the, the C story with Chang and Pierce makes me want to, to put stakes in my eyes uh, in the same manner you would put into a vampire's chest. Like the, like the wooden stake or like a, like a beef to the eye. No, like if you're here's the thing: if you're going to be the best vampire ever, you need to know that it's a wooden stake, right? Uh, Josh, you, you don't take yeah. a porterhouse and like jab it into someone's 
I'm the best vampire ever because I don't even have to worry about the stakes, Gordon. They're never catching me. <laughs> I'll be too busy entertaining them during, during the day with my yeah, podcast. podcast that you don't even know where I'm coming from. Coming to come to you uh, live, but not really because I'm a vampire. That's how I coming start to you episode. dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry that we trapped you here in this coffin to talk about the origin of vampire mythology, but I'm very excited to have you here, and I'm really looking forward to talking through an episode that's maybe perhaps a little bit middling for many. I think often. That is the fun, uh, the, the most fun uh, community episode to talk about on the podcast. So let's let's get into it. It's Origins of Vampire Mythology, Jess. It aired April 12th, 2012. Steven Sashuda uh, is the director. Dan Harmon wrote it. And it begins with the resolution of Troy and Abed, who were recently enemies and are now best friends again. Yeah, they're doing a little best friend handshake. Everyone's really happy to see that they're friends again. No more fighting. Again, very quick resolution without much talking. Uh, Probably feels like a little bit of a brushing things under the rug to some viewers. Um, And Pierce is upset because he doesn't have a best friend in the group. Mm -hmm. And of course, typical Shirley and then he just go, aw. And he's just like, don't patronize me because he's a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The Dean comes in in a train conductor outfit. Uh, she'll be coming around the Mount Dean when she comes. How is that, Gordon? Do we like that? Is that a is that a top tier Dean pun? The Mount Dean? No. no. Mount Mountain Mount Dean? No. Yeah. There needs to be a rhyme, or there needs to be some alliteration. Choo choo. Neither. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're... But he's into trains now. I uh, so like the band. No, no. Drops like of Jupiter. The, like the choo choo. Like Blood drops of Jupiter. Is that the vampire version of Train? Uh, Strain <laughs> is the name of that band. <laughs> Strigoi. Uh, a great time. Be a carnival on campus this weekend. Uh, and Britta asks if it's the company uh, Red Beards Amusements. Red Beards Amusements. Is this a <laughs> is this a real thing, Gordon? Do you think, or is this just a complete fabrication for the show? I'd imagine. Here's the thing: if I, like carnivals and you know they, they have their fun at, at Carney's expenses, Redbeard is an awesome name for a Carney. So, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know if the same minds that came up with uh, that Dean pun came up with this name for a Carney because uh, one is amazing, the other is pretty weak. Redbeard's amusements. I'd like to go. I'd yeah, like to. It sounds be there. like a pirate name, like Blackbeard, but Redbeard, and they um, play each other in checkers. So Britta has a boyfriend that travels with this carnival and everyone laughs at her. And yeah, immediately I'm like, all right, yeah. so this is going to be a fabulous Britta episode. Yeah. Yeah. And Dean does a little choo-choo on his way out. <laughs> Love it. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah. Britta says her ex's name is Bleed. And everyone laughs. laughs. Yeah. Shouldn't New Line Cinema be suing him? Uh, and that's because mm-hmm. New Line Cinema at the time, I believe, had the rights to Blade. Because in the 1990s, Marvel Comics gone bankrupt. It's a whole thing. We don't need to get into it. Uh, but anyway, they were talking about Blade the movie, and they're like, oh, well, we should probably watch Blade tonight now. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, and- if it wasn't two in the morning while I was watching this episode, I probably also would watch Blade. <laughs> uh, and Britta's pain unifies them, which is like the synopsis of the entire show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Britta's pain always unifies them. Gorn, can I ask you for your Britta takes right now? Because I think my journey with Britta is that I really, really liked her in season one. And I thought that she had like a very strong, clear character that the show has started to gravitate away from and turned her into a joke. And I knew that that was coming and I was really kind of dreading it. And instead, I kind of love her as a joke. How do you feel about Britta? I know a lot of Brittas. 
so it is a, a situation where I, I do, you know, I do see the humor in poking fun at, at, a, at a character like her who always tries to do what's right and, the, and comes up short. Uh, in particular, this episode, um, you know, it really hit home for me because, uh, and this is awful to admit, but I was somebody's blade. Um, <laughs> It, 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 it's not oh, something yeah, to be like, I know. Yes. I love awful. how you accuse yes. Josh of like bragging yes. so much about being a great uh, vampire, and then you just had the audacity to say I was someone's blade. Oh, right, but, but I, I mean that. It. I mean that in the worst possible way. This <laughs> oh. is not. A, this, please do not for a second think this is a brag. Oh, I love uh, it. But the you know when I was in high school, uh, the the young woman I dated, uh, and then throughout college, uh, I was such a. a piece of crap uh just like across the board so again this is not a brag this is a yeah. uh this you is know, a shame this is a shame this unlike Wade, you have a lot of shame. shame here i have a ton of like yes yeah. in hindsight uh, yes. To, to air your shame i know your, the, bring your shame to to daybreak oh yeah it, it like it was awful and and like when i say treated her horribly like no like physical or mental abuse just like not not a good boyfriend sure mm-hmm. um so and and something to this day you know i've had to like look look and in, in, internally and and you know come to terms with that and, and to the, the point where it's like i think i have a good idea what they said to make britta not like Brit blade we can talk about that later uh right. but just you know and then and, and and ironically the same thing happened to me where i had my own blade so uh to, to see her go through this i i felt humanized her um, and really, you know, had a lot of sympathy for her and made me care about her more. So, uh, you know, we've yeah. all had our romantic train wrecks. Hey, trains. Train um, wreck. So, like, yeah, th- this this made me really feel for for, for both. And especially um, when uh, they said that Andre was also a blade. Uh, right. That too, yeah. it's like, I think a lot of people can relate to having this person that can come into their lives and just turn it on its head. Uh, so, you know, th- th- probably my favorite part of this episode is... Britta's reaction to uh, this person that she just can't control herself. She's so, she's Some, so, something I related to. She's so great. Uh, Gillian Jacobs is just so much fun, and I feel like she and um, she and Annie, both Britta and Annie, in this episode, I think are just really, really, really fun. Allison Brie, very, very good in uh, in this one. I think the dynamic between the two of them this week is really great. We don't get a lot of really great Britta and Annie content. I feel like Jess. So I really enjoyed the two yeah of them the together. the other memorable Britta Annie stuff is not great, and it's when they're doing the like oil like oh you gotta save the ducks they're all oily and it's it's not it's not a good look so this is much much preferable to that um Um, so we're getting into like everyone has a blade andre was shirley's blade Annie doesn't really understand what it means and pierce goes it means he's (laughs) (laughs) It's like you're disgusting yeah already yeah it's already done uh, uh yes yeah. Shirley says sometimes a woman meets a man she can't shake no matter what she does yeah uh and Britta's like I don't believe in love because uh <laughs> yeah they're like so wait you don't like you're you don't love anymore because you're in love with a guy named after a kickboxing vampire movie she says no I don't believe in love anymore because this guy named after a kickboxing vampire movie and then Troy yeah. and Abbott are like okay we're watching Blade tonight <laughs> naturally and then shortly uh, after uh josh was like all right i'm watching blade tomorrow night. i'm i listen i have a lot going on right now i don't know if you've heard about this dragon show that's happening uh my friend's getting married this weekend like i have no time to watch blade right now and i'm actively kind of irritated about it uh like i'm actually pretty annoyed that I don't have the bandwidth to watch Blade at this moment because I would crush the trilogy right now. I'd go yeah, from the... Blade One all the way through Trinity. 
Gordon, you don't even get my joke. Blade Trinity is the third movie, and I'm calling myself on this podcast Blade X Trinity. It's very oh, I good. It. I get it. You're, here's, here's the move for you, Josh. I'll, yeah. I'll do you a solid. Stream it to your phone and have an earpiece in at the wedding. Yeah, that's not going to work. I'm the minister. Uh, <laughs> should I recite that's passages? even more reason should I recite, blade take the should i recite <laughs> passages from blade uh should i uh, as a wise man once said as a metaphor <laughs> some, for love some mother, some mother efforts are always trying to ice skate uphill <laughs> your love is like somebody ice skating downhill <laughs> <laughs> no. oh no all right, I'll report back. Remind me next uh, week. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, so uh, Blades in the hallway, on the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff is so excited to have lockers now because he could go for a mid-afternoon wardrobe adjustment. And so he asks for Annie's opinion. And she's just like, yeah, no, it's not. It's not working. Simply because she just wants to see Jeff take his shirt off in the hallway. So we're still on this? This is still Of course happening? we're still on this. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, in her defense, we all wanted to see it. I I'm mean, they really looked it. for excuses to have Joel McHale shirtless in this yeah. show. Like, it happens I get it. fairly yeah. often. Yeah. Uh, Britta runs up and she's like, I need your help. It is Blade's Carnival that's coming. He's going to call me. And if left undetended, I'll end up doing him like a crossword. Doing him like a crossword. Cross. <laughs> up and uh, down. So what? For like four hours and with a lot of struggle and confusion? <laughs> I was gonna say something that's definitely not appropriate for the <laughs> I'm just gonna think it. Yeah, Constantly only rough. on Monday because the deeper into the week we go, the harder it gets. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, and this is also when, uh, as Gordon mentioned, they do they do say they do say I'll, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Yeah. Um, for for someone whose face you never see, that's a golden delivery. Uh-huh. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so Annie, Annie says, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so Britta says, I need to be on lockdown. Think of Blade as Adderall. Yeah, you have the pill addiction, she tells her. She's like, okay, yeah. great, cool. And Jeff's like, oh, I wonder how many women I've affected this way. And Britta just laughs, but Annie is just like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. like, yeah, her. It me, it me. Yeah. Um, um, in the Dean's office, Dean's, Dean's office has been completely changed, and now he just has trains all over his desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vice Dean shows up. He's back. Uh, he says, "I want Troy in the AC repair unit immediately." He's like, "I'll be need, direct." Yeah, yeah, I need you to change Troy's mind. Uh, and he's like, "I don't know what I could do." He's not interested. And Vice Dean like picks up this Dalmatian figure, <laughs> and he's so like menacing about it, and he just crunches it in his hand. Yeah, hated that for poor Dean. Yeah, because you notoriously will defend dogs of all shapes and sizes, including space dogs. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm bringing in material from off the podcast into the podcast. My Listen, my mistake. I would defend a space dog if there was one. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but Dean hey, is folks, upset. just a quick question. Uh, do you all out there think uh, that Chewbacca <laughs> is more like a dog, or R2D2 is more like a dog? Just curious. Write in. Uh, you could write in community at postrecaps.com with your vote. <laughs> Hope we get answers. Right. Okay. Yeah. So in the in the same argument, is Goofy a dog or is Pluto a dog? Because I'd argue yeah. Pluto's more like R2D2 and Goofy's more like Chewbacca. Exactly. I'm going Case crazy. They're because Goofy dogs. is a humanoid. They're dogs. They're both dogs. There was a hat, but Goofy can talk, and he walks around on his legs, not his arm. Is not on four. By legs. that logic, is Donald not a duck? Is Mickey and Minnie not mice? If you cut me, 
Do I not breathe? <laughs> and then, and then but, there, but there's no mouse from my elbow pit. <laughs> when Mickey is in his house, there is not like a mouse screwing on the floor. There is a dog. Yeah, and it's Pluto. Mm. Just saying. There are there are, there are anyway tiny mice in that. You know. Anyway, whatever. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Dean is really upset. And he calls his assistant, Natalie, and he says, could you get me a, a book on um how to do things? You know what? Oh, just yeah. make me a scotch and soda. And she just says, make it, make yourself. it yourself. I don't know how. Very good. <laughs> I almost Very gave my stuff. dean's point to Natalie just for telling off the dean. Very good. <laughs> uh, all right. So it's movie night at the apartment, and it's time to watch Blade. Yeah. Uh, Blade has special weapons, a sword with two blades. One is silver, one is infused with garlic. Don't believe that's true, but I might be wrong about that. Uh, I would love it if it were true. A blade in- infused with garlic just seems like it would come in handy. This would be something like, that I'd recommend my wife, the chef, look into. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's, there's some culinary uses there. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Britta's freaked out because they keep saying Blade a million times. Yeah, uh, and six so times Britta... a minute, I believe, is what it comes out to. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Britta says, uh, Britta asks Annie if she can check her messages and see if Blade called. And Annie's like, no, you can't. And she's like, Annie, what if my mother died? <laughs> this is wild. What if my mom died? Just go and look at the phone and let me know if my mother is dying. And if not, then that's it. And that's fine. Yeah. So Annie goes over to like a little uh, cabinet Opens the drawer. Um, Britta immediately shoves her hand out, pulls a banana out, and it says, you are a lying junkie on it. So I feel pretty strongly that an episode of television in which someone thinks they are going for a telephone but instead retrieves a banana that says you are a lying junkie on it has to at the very least be slightly above average. That's a great gag, Gordon. (laughs) You cannot deny Only if later on we're to learn that her phone actually was banana shaped. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Or scented, at least. When Troy pulls it out of the fridge, it's an actual banana. Yeah. Do we not uh, think a scented phone is a good idea? Um, eh. like, like it calls it... it when someone calls, and then like your phone like spritz out a little scent that this smells like the person calling. Like I can assign it a scent for a person. Yeah, it's like a ringtone, but scented. Yeah, you can upload your smell, and so then when the person calls, like just Will could call you, and then it's like, oh, it smells like Will. Or Emily could call me. It's like, oh, that smells like Emily. But what if you have a smelly friend? Well, then you um, turn scents off for that friend's call. <laughs> and then they're like, why don't you have a scent on for me? And you're like, because you stank. No, you go, like, oh, it's broken. I don't know. It's broken. I don't know if there's a human being in the world I could recognize by their scent. Uh, someone's missing out. Mm, right? I feel like, I don't know. I think... I think it depends, right? Like it's all if they have like a signature cologne or perfume yeah. they wear, you probably mm. could. Or yeah. like your dog. Yeah. I feel like my dog has a signature. My dog scent. never calls though. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a total, total snob. That Sounds dog. like you and your dog I aren't know. close enough. Then. I, know, right? I don't know. I feel like I could sniff some of y'all out for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think it's possible. Think it's See, possible. Josh, there's, but there's a difference between civilian me and like Fiji me. Like there's. Mm-hmm. there's yeah, I could smell a Fiji and Gordon for yeah, sure. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> oh no. I don't like twelve hours in the forest with pregame interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, no. Yeah. I know who that guy you, smells like. You don't want that guy calling. Uh-uh. 
No. Uh, and uh, Britta says, I'm so weak. Yeah. And they they hug. Uh, and uh, Annie says, we're not defined by our limitations. We're defined by our potential. I have the potential to watch Blade. <laughs> The guys are so upset at this point. Yeah, they're annoyed. They're ruining Blade. Yeah. She says, you're bad friends. Uh, He's like, listen, that's unfair. What about you guys? You don't like our movie? We can't say the word Blade? There's There's phones phones in the refrigerator? refrigerator. Whoops. (laughs) Uh, And this is when they capture Britta. Annie and Troy are carrying her to Annie's room. And they lock her in there as she's yelling out, you're monsters. You're Hitlers. You're racist pedophiles. You're the opposites of Batman. Oh, God. The Joker? Is that what the opposite of Batman is? Do we is? think that's the opposite of Batman, Gordon, is Joker? I would I would imagine from a narrative standpoint that, yeah. you know, or, or two, two sides the of the same, co- two, two sides of the same coin might be more accurate. Than- yeah, there is literally uh, a character called Man Bat. Uh, that's okay that's the opposite the opposite of, of that are you serious but would it be woman cat what's the opposite oh of that? that, that's cat woman woman bird actually i'm assuming a bird is the opposite of a bat let me also just be very clear that batman and catwoman are not a bat and a cat it's not a goofy pluto situation they are humans that have taken on the uh the, just the, wear the monikers that of have... the bat they're inspired yeah. by the animals. They're not actually yeah. them. Yeah. Right. But woman cat is a woman who is a cat. Man bat is a man who is a bat. Man bat is a man that's a bat. Man a bat's a man is a, a bat. That's a cat. Yeah. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, so she's locked away. Uh, yeah. And meanwhile, the dean is going to show up in jellyfish pajamas. I want these pajamas so badly. I can't even describe to you how badly I want these pajamas. Boys They're night. so freaking cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boys night. And Abed says, I need help reacting to something, which is my favorite Abed line of the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Seconded. So good. Agreed. Um, at the carnival, Jeff and Shirley are, uh, they, they, they're there to see what Blade looks like. And we get this reunion, Josh. Like, we've loved the, the Jeff and Shirley dynamic back in the Tiny Nipples days. Oh, yeah. With Vaughn. 
Uh, and they're like, remember, it's just a quick peek at Blade. You tell anyone we did this, I'll stop letting you do cool things with me that I'm afraid to tell anyone about, as mm-hmm. he says to Shirley. And Shirley's like, I understand. If you went alone, you'd look really weird. And he's like, you're the only one who truly understands me. Yeah, I like that this friendship is uh, carrying forward. Uh, even if we don't mm-hmm. get it a ton, I think anytime you get Jeff and Shirley together, I'm usually pretty happy. Yeah. yeah. Um, meanwhile, Chang and Pierce are hanging out. Um, yeah. Pierce won Chang a stuffed horse. Uh-huh. And he said he's decided to look outside the group for a bestie. And so they ask each other, oh, what do you want to do next? And at the same time, Pierce is cotton candy and Chang says Russian roulette. <laughs> so that's what's Pierce going on there. Chang like, what? Uh, that's even too far for Pierce. Uh, it's a game yeah. of chance. Yes. And right there is the only laugh you will get out of this pairing all episode. Do you not like the Chang and Pierce? I don't have a problem with the characters. It was just it, the the montages and all that. It was just like it was so such like a one note like like afterthought of a storyline uh, just to pay it off at the end with you know uh, Pierce handing over his phone. It did nothing for me. Yeah. Took up way too much time watching these slow motion montages being like it's not it's not funny to me in you know twenty twenty two to be like oh these two guys are like a romantic couple and it's right. like that's not you yeah know, that's. It didn't, do, yeah. it didn't do anything for me. Sure. Gets my least two favorite characters off together by themselves. And so I'm kind of like, eh, I, yeah. I could skip this part of this, the episode. Yeah. But I like the other stuff so much that I, I, you know, I still like the episode. It's above average episode for me just because I like the other two plot lines more. Um, But they see Blade and they're unimpressed. Shirley says he's not as attractive as you are um and he's like you didn't need to do that that you didn't need to hand me over that compliment yeah uh, so this is the actor is kirk fox not to be confused with kirk fogg who was and perhaps maybe still is the host of legends of the hidden temple on nickelodeon i'm not so sure but he uh i was a i was a parks and rec guy i didn't know that you could be both at the time i didn't know you could be both a parks and rec guy and a community guy uh and oh he yeah was, he was on Parks and Rec. You were going to say, I didn't know you could be a Parks and Rec guy and a Legends of the Hidden Temple guy. Those <laughs> you, fandoms are like oil and water. They no, don't get they, along. They don't mix together all that well, <laughs> Gordon. Uh, the Purple Parrots have a big vendetta against the Parks and Rec Department of Pawnee, Indiana. Uh, good thing I was a Blue Barracudas man, so we're able to get along. Uh, I was always this- a, a Wiggler Wombat. Oh, yeah. Uh, but those are all NBC, NBC Thursday night, must see whatever cool catchphrase you should be allowed to should be allowed to dabble amongst them Community the just wasn't happening for me for whatever reason but parks and rec uh i had gotten into i think i was really hooked into parks and rec by a few of the characters uh ron swanson at the time i don't know why just like completely obliterated me anytime he did anything because uh, he's hilarious yeah i guess that's why it's nick offerman yeah uh but he played uh joe fantringham uh head of the sewage department yeah, he was nasty yeah he's a nasty guy and so when he turned up here as blade is like this quote-unquote dashing for britta at least uh carnival hunk i was uh very happy to see i mean we've show. seen what britta's interested in right like gordon when we watched remedial chaos theory she was interested in that nasty pizza delivery guy <laughs> yeah i would not bite that dude's neck 
<laughs> no, way. no um, if you braid your beard into like little three little pieces i'm not biting your neck okay so i just looked up uh just like to confirm the name of the character uh kirk fox's character on parks and recreation and i got to the parks and recreation wiki page for joe mm-hmm. fantringham and the final sentence in the first paragraph is upsetting and I don't know if I should read it or not, or just tell well, you. Now you have upsetting. to read it. Too late now. All right, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say some stuff, and it's I'm just reading what the internet says. Okay, okay. so this is the description of the final sentence when, in the description of the character. Are you when ready? has the internet ever steered us wrong? <laughs> he is a huge pervert with a large penis, and soon finds out he has the mumps. <laughs> he makes it. He makes Anne look. He sent her a picture, correct? If they I all do. Meant, and then everybody does. Everybody I love that this is her. the final sentence to describe <laughs> this guy. Is this like a wiki you can fill out yourself? Maybe he uh, added some notes. <laughs> he is a huge pervert with a large penis and soon finds out he has the mumps. Is that a haiku? Someone type that in the Discord. Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does. His part does get talked about in this episode. Also. His part in Rex, yeah. Hey, oh no. Um, but yeah. So Shirley wants to go on rides, but Jeff says, "I'm not jealous. I just wanted to see what the deal was." And obviously, the deal is he's a dirt ball. Britta hates herself. Voila. Uh, when he says, what do you want to do? She goes, I want to go on a ride. He's like, great, let's go play the Duck Hunter. Yeah, game. let's go talk to Blade. Yeah, he needs to know more. He's into it. I don't know if yeah. I'm going to a carnival. I'm definitely playing games like that versus going on rides. Oh, or you're I'm getting um, fried dough. Uh, Gordon, you, you a rides guy? Uh, yeah, I can be. I'm, I'm not, I don't like that, that Shirley doesn't get to go on a ride because she clearly wants to. Yeah, um, that's unfair. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm I'll play some games. I'll go on rides. Uh, yeah. You know, n- nowadays it's more like what have they been able to fry? Where, where's frying technology these days? Yes, uh, like fried butter is a thing. Apparently, I'm sorry, what you just eat a stick of butter? It's apparently it tastes like a roll, uh, like a, a buttered roll. It is pretty fascinating to me all of the increasingly innovative ways we are finding to die here in the world to, yes. to hasten our time here on this planet. <laughs> and it's Inno- sooner. Yeah. Give me wow. Innova- innovations. Yeah. Unreal. Um, in the apartment, Britta and Annie are just playing cards in her bedroom. And Britta immediately is just like, oh, you know, I've always thought of you as like a little sister. Trash. Trash alert. <laughs> Tremendous hey, trash, but so uh, much of it. Hey, little sis. Do you think you can trust <laughs> me to have my phone back now? I've got my email on there, my calendar, homework assignments. I'm kind of screwed without it. Mm-hmm. But Annie knows. Annie knows what's going on. She does, but she gives in anyway because she's like, she has to figure her own way out of this. Well, I that can't, and like, she, keep... has, um, yeah. she has changed Blade's phone number in her phone to right. Annie's phone number. And um, Britta's like, I have to call the doctor for some results. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> like, worry. What an excuse. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, so she gives her the privacy and then Britta starts, uh, she's like, if if she's texting Blade, I'll know. And so she does start getting text messages from Britta uh, ostensibly to Blade. Uh, yeah. Dying to on... feel the warmth of his, I don't want to say it, but I read it out on the Parks and Rec Wikipedia. <laughs> With the mumps. Uh, did anybody notice the poster behind Annie and Britta when they're playing cards? No. Mm-mm. Uh, Charlie St. Cloud. Ooh, wow. Charlie St. Cloud is a throwback. Yeah. Uh, is that Zach Efron? Yes, it is. Uh, 2010. Really a time and place here, Charlie St. Cloud. I've never seen this. Is this a rom-com? 
Uh, this is, is this, it's no, it's not a Nicholas Sparks, but it's like Nicholas Sparks-ish, I think. Yeah, and the poster makes yeah. it seem very, you know what? I think there was a while when I was in high school, everyone loved High School Musical. And I was like, High School Musical is stupid. Zach Efron's dumb. And so I yeah. like wouldn't watch any movie he was in. And this is probably why I didn't watch This movie had a budget of $44 million? What did Charlie <laughs> Sinclair need $44 million for? Uh, he needed it for his garlic-infused sword. sword. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Charlie St. Cloud Strife, the main character of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, garlic-infused yeah, buster sword would be legit. Yeah, Jess, if you could do me solid and never mention what was popular when you were in high school again. <laughs> so um, sorry. So sorry. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, yep. we liked Def Leppard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait until we have someone on the podcast who's like, oh, I love Charlie St. Cloud in nursery school. Yeah, there are those people. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Annie is, she's upset that Britta basically tried to manipulate her, but she's more upset that Britta is codependent and a very bad speller. Very bad speller. <laughs> uh, back at the carnival, uh, Jeff is just really going to town on the shooting game to hang out with Blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says his parents named him Blade, and they're like, but you can change it. And he's like, to what? Templeton Ferrari the third Won't change how mustard tastes. <laughs> he's not wrong. It's so great. Templeton Ferrari the third Right. Templeton, an mean- iconic name is associated with a fair, a veritable smorgasbord. Uh, but that's as far as I got with the reference. Um, won't change how mustard tastes. Yeah, it's a great yeah. saying. We should be saying that more. Uh, Blade, Blade, I'm telling you, catchphrase king. Uh, some other effers always trying to change how mustard tastes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while we're talking about the kind of parents that would name their child Blade, uh, former WWF world champion Brett the Hitman Hart uh, has a son named Blade. Blade Hart? Blade Hart. That's an awesome name. It is a pretty cool name. It's so cool. Say he- I want to say he also has a daughter, Jade. Does that mean Jade and Blade, Blade and Jade? They've gone yep. too far. That's too far. Yep. They ruined now. it. Jade Hart would it. be cool, but Blade and Jade Hart is just a little too far. Like the, the rhyming thing just doesn't work for me. If anybody makes fun of you in elementary school, Dad can come in and put you in the sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they're hanging out. Jeff wants to keep doing this, even though Shirley is like, I don't know what's going on. I, he's relaxed. He's a cool guy. That's about. Yeah, it. I see the appeal. He's super chill. Uh, Chang and Pierce just keep walking in circles around the carnival giggling. Yeah, they're becoming best friends. Just, Apparently. And this yeah. is when we get like a little song montage of, would you let me be your best friend? Yeah. Just just reminding me that they exist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, again, I watched this episode really late at night last night. I was having a good time with it, but I can't really remember why anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Annie is continuously getting text messages from Britta, one after the other. Uh, I'm texting you to tell you I'm not texting you anymore. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Are you mad at me now? Fine, I guess you don't want to know our our two year old. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Name Jade. Uh, and yeah. Troy wants to put the phone under a stack of mattresses. Dean says Britta is attracted to unavailable men. Uh, and- like, why are you here? <laughs> 
and Annie writes, leave me alone. Abed and Troy jump to stop her, but it's too late. He's like, you made it so much worse because now Britta is calling. Yes. And Troy says she was born in the 80s. She still uses her phone as a phone. That's a phone. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a great line and honestly so true. I make fun of shows constantly now when you see characters like in the most recent Pretty Little Liars like reboot. The girls have their ringers turned on and I'm like, they're younger than I am. There is not a single person under the age of, you know, 28 that uses the ringer on their phone anymore. I uh, occasionally put the ringer on my uh, phone. If I'm like going around the apartment and like, I want to make sure you're... that I have a phone call coming. I want to hear it. Were you born in the eighties? Yeah. Yeah. Typical. Uh, Typical behavior. Don't make me turn the question around on you, Gordon. You don't want to go there. <laughs> you do not want to go there. I'm looking out for you, my guy. Uh, so yeah, so she lets it go. I have, I have a I have a rotary cell phone. <laughs> That's an incredible idea, by the way. Uh, that so smells. She, said, she when yeah, it smells of the person who's calling you. Uh, and so she's like, "Be a carnival, make carnival sounds." It's <laughs> like. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, very, hurry, very hurry, step right up. Yeah, step right up. Yeah. Busy, babe. <laughs> yeah, she hangs up. Uh, and uh, Jack, she's like, I, I told, told you... you not to call me at work. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> and, so brutal. And Annie no. says she's whipped by imaginary douche. Yeah, Which he... is a great band name. Imaginary, imaginary douche, douche is a great Yeah, I call name. dibs. I call uh, dibs. She's whipped by an imaginary douche, followed by Dean saying, don't knock until you try it. <laughs> remarkably great uh back at the carnival jeff is just chatting with blade he says i got my fake bachelor's degree then i cheated on the lsat you're probably wondering how do you cheat on the lsat well i never reveal my secrets Mm -hmm. yeah and you surely is just accumulating more and more stuffed animals yeah it's a bit ridiculous the queen of stuffed animals uh Uh but he wants to know, Jeff wants to know the best anyone has ever done on this game. And he's like, one more round, one more round. And he's like, I need to figure out what drove Britta crazy about Blade. Uh, uh, he's he's not in love with Britta, but he's jealous of Blade. And Shirley says, why do you want to know the secret to making, making a woman psycho? He's like, why do we want to know how to blow up the earth or grow a human ear on a mouse in case we have to, Shirley? Yeah, this is a very valid point. It's Is worth it? possessing the knowledge just in case for an emergency situation. But the problem is he never can be Blade because he's not chill like Blade is. Yeah, no. and Jeff is cursed with extraordinary amounts of shame, I think. Uh, yeah, whether or not he wants either. to admit it. he It's like faux shamelessness, Gordon, that Jeff Winger has. I feel like this might be the closest Jeff comes to, to being Dennis on Always Sunny. Mm. With, you know, theories of him kind of being like a, a secret psychopath. Yeah. Uh, like Jeff's like he wants to he doesn't, he doesn't want to drive anybody psycho, but he wants the tools to do so. This that I've never put those two characters together in my head, but that's such a good call. Uh, I feel like you can. Really, I hate that character. Oh, I, I think Dennis Reynolds is. Uh, I, I mean, I think the entire gang. I think that they're just. I haven't seen an, a lot of that show, but what I have seen every single time Dennis comes on stream, I, screen, I just I can't. I hate well, they're him. all horrific nightmare. They're all people. horrible. Yeah, yeah they're but he's horrible. he's the worst one. He, I do think he is. Uh, yeah. In a, in a way that is delightful to me, but I do think that if you were to power rank the gang in terms of how awful they are. Dennis is, I do think, number one with a bullet. Yeah. And he yeah. probably actually literally has a bullet. And he probably is like, <laughs> good, I want to be. He wants to win that power ranking. Yeah. Just because um, it's competitive. Yeah. 
So Chang and Pierce are sitting together and they're just talking about, well, this is best friendship. And Chang says, what if we get into a fight? And Pierce says, well, let's just let it happen. And Chang immediately freaks out. And says, Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, I think that's why I left. So <laughs> and then he left. So stupid. I think that's why I left, really. And then we get a stupid montage of like Pierce yep. reminiscing on their moments together. And it's just like, why? It was really late and I thought this whole thing was really funny. No, I'm moving their meow meows down right now because it's actually worse the more I talk about it. Yeah, did you did you watch have you been watching the Blade trilogy when it's late? And that's why you're such a no big fan. Is that no. the key to a positive review from Josh? Is just watch it late. Yeah, maybe. I do think the later I watch something, the likelier I am to like it. I do think that so, especially after, right. a, especially after a long day. Yesterday was a really long day for me, and then I had to stay up late to watch it because today was going to be a very long day, too. Uh, so I really only had the shot. I was like, I'm too wired. I'm not going to go to sleep. I just hopped off a podcast. It's midnight. I'm going to be up for a little while. I guess I'll watch the shows I have to talk about tomorrow. So I watched uh, I watched the first episode of Game of Thrones because I'm going to be doing a compare and contrast podcast with Latanya Starks mm -hmm. pretty soon after we hop off the line here for the House of the Dragon podcast feed. And then I watched this episode of Community. And by the time it was done, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I was howling. I thought this montage was great at two in the morning. It's a uh, <laughs> tired think Chang is funny. Wired think Chang and Pierce together with a song montage is hilarious. Yeah. And I think that the most blade like it gets Gordon is I'm keeping blade like hours watching. This. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that Jess and I, and I are here to be the voices of reason. I am yes. too. I believe. Yeah. Let me also just throw my lot in there that I expect <laughs> that you're both objectively correct. I can only speak to my highly subjective experience. That's a safe assumption just in life in general, just yeah. Yeah, going forward. Just always assume we're right. Yeah. yeah, that's a good. I've, that's I've done a, a lot definition. of my living believing in Gordon Holmes. Nice. So. Oh, I see. Um. <laughs> anyway, now, so I'm, the next now I'm your blade. <laughs> uh, back at the apartment, Annie gets Troy to leave a voicemail for her phone, and she's like, she asks the dean, "Why are you here?" And he just goes, "Yikes!" Yeah, very mean. <laughs> very mean. Uh, and uh, Troy says Britta likes guys who are mean to her. She doesn't like herself, so he takes the phone and he texts Britta. Uh, and he says he said something nice, and then he deleted the message. And then Britta uh, emerges from the room. She's over Blade yeah. because she got a nice message from Blade. Yeah. She's like, oh, are you guys still watching movies? Yeah. And she's like, Dean, what are you doing here? And he goes, ouch. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, Jeff asks Blade if he's into carpentry, aquariums, if he has a big wiener. Mm -hmm. Well, Wikipedia says yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you have a mumpy wiener? <laughs> <laughs> are you a pervert with a yeah so jeff spent three hundred dollars on uh blade's booth and so blade's like all right i'll tell you my secret yeah you want to know my secret i'm always angry uh so back at the apartment uh annie is looking at britta's phone uh britta said she was texting blade it's over now blade's a loser and poor troy is over there like looking pretty bummed out yeah, he gets up to leave. Yeah, he goes and into Dean, his room. Dean has a latch stitch effort of just, Troy, you should really join the air conditioning repair program. No. He's like, no. Yeah. He's like, ah, I tried. I tried. <laughs> uh, Britta is trying to understand the movie, and he takes the phone and reads the text message and asks, what's wrong with you? Yeah. You weren't texting Blade. You were texting us. I switched Blade's number in your phone. Uh, you tricked just, me. You asked yeah. for my help. You tell me I'm your sister. I do everything I can to make you hate this turd. And the first nice thing he says, you're over him. Who are you? And why didn't you stick? Yeah. Uh, it's sad. 
Yeah, so Britta runs because she wants to go see Blade. Uh, and Annie's like, ah, oh, just leave her. She's it wasn't Blade. Cause. I still have a chance. Yeah, she's a lost cause. But Jeff shows up and he has the T on Blade. Uh, Blade yeah. is brain damaged. Ten years ago, a loose bolt flew off a Ferris wheel and embedded in his skull, destroying the part of his brain that feels shame. Yeah, so he's irresistible to people. Yeah. He has that, nothing to prove or disprove. Yeah. yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah. More than you think. At carnivals? Yeah. At, yes. at carnivals, yeah. You go yeah. in there full of shame and leave shame. Shame and shrapnel. Those are two things you find in excess at a carnival. Oh yeah. Compare and contrast podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and he's like, why didn't, you, why didn't he tell me? And Jeff's like, he didn't care if you knew. Yeah. Uh and uh and he says the idea that we have to go someone is a mental illness we contracted from breath mint commercials and Sandra Bullock. What did Sandy B have to do with any of this? He just is a hater of rom coms, I think. Yeah. Jeff doesn't understand. Uh I don't and like says, the Sandra slander. No. Has he never seen Miss Congeniality? Or it's Demolition Man, or Speed, Ooh. or Speed 2 Cruise Control, or Miss Congeniality 2. No. That one's Armed actually really bad. Uh, what's the one <laughs> she's the in with, right on that? with Melissa McCarthy? The one, the Heat. I think that's what it's called. I don't think I've seen that one. The Heat is wild. They put is a straw good? through someone's throat at one point. It's uh, really crazy. They did like a trake in. Yeah, the it's, field? A, it's a re- it's a it's a wild scene. <gasps> yeah, okay. it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Um. So Pierce shows up. Uh, and he's like, take my phone. Don't let me call Chang. I'm locking myself in your room. <laughs> and he does. I laughed. I thought it was great. Uh, and Troy's like, you all are being so loud out here. He's all like grumpy. Like, and so he joins Blade? Ovid. Fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Britta looks at her phone and then she looks at Troy and then Annie nods her head. Uh, Britta's smiling at Troy. Annie, smile- Annie smiles at Jeff. He smiles at her. It's a whole thing. Ovid smiles at the movie. and He says yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, he loves it. That's the end. I thought it was a cute ending. It was, it was a happy cute. ending. These episodes don't always end so happily. Everyone's pretty happy by the end of it. Yeah, Gordon tends to come on episodes where like Troy and Britta are like about to like get involved. Do it. Yeah. Which I am against <laughs> because Troy's one true love is the librarian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> librarian. Books. Uh, when they just yell books. Books. Mm. Yeah. Keepers uh, of knowledge. I guess that would make sense. Yeah, Britta and Troy, I mean, we'll get into it eventually, Josh, but like it just they never really worked for me. Yeah, I've I've heard this. I know a little bit about season four is gonna go there and stuff. Yeah. I don't really know much more than that, but I know that they're gonna go there. I I I I'm unaffected by the future of this at this point in time. I thought that I wasn't gonna like sort of the the way they were treating Britta the further they got into the show, and I guess there's still many miles to go, but I'm enjoying uh the Britta ride so far. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. Who knows? But I thought it was cute in the moment. I thought it was sweet. And I liked seeing just like, I don't know. I feel like this season has given us a lot of different sides of Troy. I, I've enjoyed that. I thought that that's mm-hmm. good. So uh, I, I had no real issues here. And then we get some classic Troy in the Abed stand-up set. And all of the stand-up materials just about their apartment. <laughs> no one ever knows that cold spot in the hallway. That thing's freezing. You know what could learn a lesson for that cold spot? The air conditioning unit in my living room. Troy is dying at this. I love when he mimics them brushing their teeth. Uh-huh. <laughs> Troy's like, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm going to talk about next? Toaster oven. Oh, it's from his album. <laughs> I, I tell you, I was asked to rank this streets ahead or streets behind. Oh, they it know. Stre- 
It was Streets Behind until he said that's from his album. I'm like, okay. That's, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Last second save by Troy. Uh, I, I'm a simple man. I see Troy Barnes cracking up and I'm probably laughing as well. Uh, so this was ahead for me to, you know, not a top tier, not a top tier, but, uh, fun enough for sure. Um, all right, let's get into some feedback. Uh, this is from the, the, uh, the birthday King in the Northern cafeteria, Eric Divestein writes in, uh, Eric says this episode more than perhaps any episode since season one. Feels like it could have been done by any generic sitcom. It's still quite funny, but for the most part, not in the way that makes community special, in my opinion. That's Eric's review of the Blade-centric episode of Community. Um, Ryan says, what do you think Troy texted to Britta? Gordon, what do you think Troy texted to Britta? Do you think that he translated what happened at the end of Lost in Translation? <laughs> yes. Um, no, what... I think earlier on I talked about how I felt like a blade uh, earlier in my life and looking back on it, just being so mad that this person that was like so nice and so good to me that I was such a, a piece of garbage to. And here's the thing. It's like, I'm, I'm hundred percent positive. She has moved on and has a wonderful life. I don't, we're not friends on Facebook. I don't know anything right. about what she's doing these days, but part of me wants to apologize for that. Yeah. Being like, look, I'm older and wiser and I was a piece of garbage and you were so good to me. And I like, you know, know that you deserved better. I wish I could have been better. And I hope you're having a wonderful life and, you know, high five or whatever it ends up being. So I kind of wonder if that's what it was, if, if that was some kind of like, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't think my person's looking for that kind of closure. Hopefully she just has moved on and like thinks I'm a jerk. Um, but maybe for Britta, if there was some kind of apology from, from Blade to say like, look, I was, you know, I was a piece of crap to you and I'm so sorry. And, and I hope you're happy. Uh, P.S. So that that send me your mailing address. I want to bestow upon you my garlic blade. My garlic blade. My yes. super soaker of holy water. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> my my uh, book of clean places to bite someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think, so Jess? My, what do you What thought. do you think Troy texted to Britta? assume it's just a bunch of compliments right like if troy has liked britta for a while he's probably like oh i like the way your hair looks like you effortlessly just woke up like that even though we know you spent an hour curling it before coming to school yeah. you know like like really nice compliments i think uh riley says this is just one of those okay season three episodes to me that i don't have a ton of thoughts about it doesn't help that to me the troy and britta romance stuff is super boring i don't mind it in remedial chaos theories as it's used in a fun way to differentiate between the timelines but here when it's used as the big emotional beat it kind of falls flat for me i don't know that i thought that this was the big emotional beat of the episode i feel like the emotional beat of the episode for me is like everybody kind of settling into just hanging out and watching a movie together i feel like there's like uh, you know, there's sort of like the who's who's best friend runner throughout the episode. And at the end, they're all just hanging out like best friends. I thought that was cute. I liked that. I thought it was good. Um, all right, let's do Meow Meow Beans. Here's the Meow Meows. Uh, these are what I wrote at two in the morning last night. So I've I've put them Great. in. Uh, I can't really justify them anymore. Uh, Pearson Chang, <laughs> I gave a three. I thought that That's they... They had cracked me up, and I couldn't tell you why anymore. Uh, but at the time, I thought it was great. Surely, I gave a three as well. I don't think that I had like a huge Shirley moment in the episode for me personally. Um, Jeff, a three five. I thought his blade desperation, his blade quest, I thought was kind of funny. Uh, Dean was a four. 
I really liked Dean in this episode, the, the trolley suit and just the desperation of trying to get in with, uh, with the gang so he can do his job and get Troy to go to the school. I thought was pretty fun and all the ways in which he was feigning uh, insult when everyone asked why he was there. Uh, I gave fours to Troy and Abed for bringing Blade into the community building podcast. That I remember I wanted to give them a four. Otherwise, I probably would have given them a three, five. Uh, Annie a four, five, and Britta a five. I just wanted to boost Britta past Annie, but I thought Annie also had a really strong episode. I thought the two of them cracked me up a lot in this one. And I thought that Annie was a really good friend in this episode, too. And I really enjoyed the moment where she's like, yeah, just let her go. She's a lost cause. I thought was pretty good, but also just the banana gag uh, completely slayed me. So Britta and Annie, uh, queens of the castle this week for me in my meow meows. Now, Gordon, I'm seeing a note from you in our document that we work off of here on the podcast that says, I don't do half meow measures. In hindsight, it should have been half meowsers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is now. No half meowsers, Walter. And how many meow meow beans do you have where you're just throwing them about willy nilly and Chang? And I'm on the uh, podcast every week doing this nonsense. Uh, yeah, I was much more conservative with my meow meow beans. Infinite meow meow beans. Also, it's possible that people don't know this that there is a, a new uh, a new a new flavor of bean in town in the post show recaps patron discord ghost bean have you encountered ghost bean yet jess i have no idea what ghost bean look is. up ghost bean uh it's a ghost uh the ghost of some beans uh, why is there ghost what is this a reference from is this from a podcast i haven't listened to yet? uh no not really um but ghost bean exists and uh, i think the wisecrack bandit might be able to tell you a little bit more about why uh Great. but gordon why don't you tell us about your no half meowsers meow meow beans i'd love to uh first of all chang pierce zero meow meow beans uh it's my first <laughs> time ever handing them out uh, apparently, I'm, I'm, I'm much stricter uh, with the allotment than, than you are. They uh, often Jeff... get uh, no meow meows, so you're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't emphasize enough how much I hated that C story. Uh-huh. Uh, like like in, in the comments, this these are examples of, of shtick I'd expect to see from lesser sitcoms. So, fair, fair, uh, fair. Not a fan. Uh, Jeff uh, Winger comes in with two meow meow beans. Uh, I, I didn't go higher because like something about, like, I love seeing him and Shirley together and... For some reason, Shirley didn't get used well enough. I took that out on him. Uh, that might say more about me than it does about them. Uh, coming in with three Meow Meow Beans, uh, we have Abed, who really was just, you know, didn't didn't do much except throw in the occasional singer, but they they tended to be really good. Uh, the, the Dean, uh, as much as I disliked the train pun, uh, him at the at the uh, movie was fantastic. You know, the, the part where she's like, why are you here? And ouch, like, so good. Uh, and then Shirley, I, I wanted more of her, and I... I I loved them bringing in Andre as, as her, her way to um, help get this point across that, uh, you know, a lot of people have that one person that can just come in and, and wreck their lives. Uh, and then finishing off for fours, I got Britta and Annie, like I said before, uh, loved getting into Annie's uh, previous drug addiction. I think that's a really interesting part of her character uh, instead of, of just being, you know, like an uptight perfectionist, like, you know, right. there was this, this dark side. Uh, and then Britta uh did not Britta this episode uh I, you know i love seeing this side of her where where you know she had, she like and she knows that blade is bad for her when she was you know willing to, to call out uh, annie and enlist her to help her avoid him 
so just across the board, like uh, really a big fan of what she was doing there. And then Troy, uh, you know, four should be the basement uh, for Miami Beans for Troy, just across the board, you know, my favorite character. And, and he was great in this one. So those are my Miami Beans. Fair, fair. Uh, Jess, any uh, half meowsers for you this week? Of course, I love a I love a decimal point, but only one. I only allow the the one, one number beyond yeah. uh, uh-huh. the decimal. A ten. So at the bottom, we have Chang and Pierce. They got twos, and the reason for that is Gordon because if they don't say anything like horribly racist or offensive, like that's <laughs> when they get into the zero points, or if uh-huh. they're not around. So I have to give them some credit because they weren't truly awful human beings this week. Uh, so two points. But shouldn't the, the basement be don't be racist? Like <laughs> you, one would think. we're awarding people for not being racist. You should. Apparently, we that. have to with beers. We have to. Um, Shirley and Jeff and Abed all got three and a halfs from me. I think they could have done more with Shirley. I feel like I'm just a broken record at this point with the season. Like, just there's not enough good Shirley content. Um, and Abed is like fine. Like he doesn't really have a ton to do um his blade stuff is pretty funny so troy gets a four i like that he wrote like a sweet message to britta and it, it just like anything donald glover does is like pretty much always going to be electric even when he's given like a tiny tiny morsel it's yep. just always great um i gave dean and annie both four and a halfs uh the the dean showing up in jellyfish pajamas just so good it's so good um annie because she's a rock star and she knows how to deal with people like britta in these moments and britta gets a five because britta is fantastic britta does everything right in this episode not like right obviously but she just she's so funny she's very funny very very funny uh gillian jacobs is feasting uh really just all over it here uh yeah you're hitler my third consecutive five in a row for britta it's uh, been uh it's been really big, big, uh big, big showing for Britta here in season three yeah. in the Meow Meows. And she's ahead now by eleven full meow meow beans. Yeah. She's pulling away with it. Not sad to see it. No, I'm happy about it. Do you think, Gordon, that Britta will walk away from season three as the Meow Meow Bean Victor? I'm trying to remember what we have left in this season, but she's got such a solid lead. I couldn't imagine it, it would take a quite a uh quite a run for somebody to surpass her yeah I think we and only the, have six episodes left in season three yeah and it. in other news abed and annie are also now tied in third place abed no longer has the lead over annie so okay that's interesting to know because he was our winner in season one yeah so fall from grace for abed all right well britta is at the top on the dean's list I gave my Dean's List point to Blade, as did Jess. Gordon, could you explain who you gave your uh, your Dean's List point to? Your I don't, Josh, Dean? Before it started, Josh is like, I have no idea who Gordon's talking about. Uh, yeah. No, when when she's uh, listed when, as "I'll have what she's having," woman. Yes, it's when when uh, when Jeff took off his shirt and uh, a woman walked by and said, "I'll have what she's having," and Annie says, "Grow up, lady." So uh-huh. maybe it's "I'll have what she's having, lady." Uh-huh. Like I thought, I thought that was a great delivery from an unseen. Because uh, I don't think we ever see that actress' face, but I, I, it made me mm-hmm. laugh. Let's put her on there. That's I got great. no problem with that. Uh, so we've got two for Blade and two for I'll have what she's having, lady. Uh, one for her. Uh, the cool, 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 coolant system rating the episode uh, in honor of uh, the Blade Trinity and the Blade trilogy. I went for some threes here. I went 3-3 three, three on the origin <laughs> of Vampire 
mythology. What? Nothing. 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 Went for it. It's not far from what I did, but I didn't do it for Blade reasons. Yeah, I did it for Blade reasons. It was late, and I enjoyed myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you need to say. (laughs) I give it a 3.2. I think I've really struggled with rating this one because I really love the Britta Annie like apartment storyline, but I really don't care about uh, Pierce and Chang. And then somewhere in the middle is kind of the Shirley Jeff where I'm excited to see them back together as a pair, but it's not anywhere near as electric as, you know, tiny nipples moment was. So I gave it a 3.2. I still really like the episode. I would watch it again. It's not, you know, it's one that I think is enjoyable enough. So I, I gave it 3.2. Yeah. Gordon, a harsh score from Gordon. Yeah. Holmes. I didn't realize I, I, I'm the, the Sesternino of this episode. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think when community clicks, it, it there's nothing better. And this didn't come close to clicking for me. Like, like I said, I hated the sea story uh, with Pearson Chang. And I know that was like a small part of it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. just you no, know, like, I'm not going to be quoting this uh, next week uh, outside of Imaginary Douche, my new band. Check us out. Um, yeah, like when I think of my top 10 moments from any character, none of them are going to come from this episode. Uh, so I, I think it's forgettable. Uh, like I said, I think it's one of the worst uh, pre-gas leak episodes. And I uh, gave it a two. I do think I'll forget this episode. Uh, I definitely do think I'll forget this one. Uh, I never forget the Britta storyline, but I don't ever remember what else happens in the episode. Yeah. Um, I, I think like uh, you'll be able to give me a community quiz, which I would say is actually a fun idea for a podcast, except it's giving me so much anxiety to even think about taking the community we're not quiz. not going to do that. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, because I would fail. I would fail. Uh, but I think that this episode, definitely the further I get away from it, the less I will remember it. So yeah. I'm not going to be up in arms about the fact that it's number 12 right now on the list of season three episodes, 12 out of 15 season three episodes, origins of vampire mythology. Yeah. The audience gave it a 3.10. So slightly lower than you and I, Josh, I think, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair placement for it. There are so many other good episodes of the season that that feels like a good spot for totally it. Totally No issue. No issue at all. Bottom four, mm-hmm. baby origins of vampire mythology i had a very fun time watching it in the hour of the vampire uh and uh i don't remember the experience other than laughing very hard and Mm -hmm. being like god it's so late uh so it's done uh origins of vampire mythology in the books or shall we say the coffin with speakers inside of it gordon holmes what a delight what an absolute delight having you here so much fun Yeah, when Jess was like, hey, you want to do another? I'm like, hell yeah, I have, a, I have a blast with you guys. So thank you so much for having me. No, it is great. Gordon, what do you got going on? Tell people what's up. Oh, I'm chasing a two-year-old around uh-huh. a bathtub. Begging <laughs> is there a live stream Let us this? wash her hair. Oh, <laughs> it's a, oh, it is an adventure. Uh, and I, I, feel like, I feel the need to keep being like, I love this kid. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> I I feel like there's a butt child. coming. Yeah. I will do I will do anything to steer her in the right direction and protect her and provide yeah. for her. End of story. That there's no butt. That's just like I because I feel like whenever I'm like, oh, this kid's driving me crazy. Yeah, I need I need sleep so bad. Uh, so yeah. Other than that, not a damn thing. Um, you know the the reality show on uh, from Fiji's probably coming back soon. I yeah, so any... I've heard. Yeah, well, like um, I don't know. Now or sooner. I don't know. Um, it has to be right. It usually comes back in September. Yeah. If I if I don't if I'm not like on location, 
I don't want to think about it until I until it's go time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that until, until it's go time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, September twenty first. Uh, okay. Yeah, that so that's that's coming up. Um, However and, many uh, sleeps until then, you've got right. Although it oh, sounds then, like you're not getting much of that. I don't, I don't sleep much at all. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, we actually had a moment the other day where I, you know I'm a night owl and and like I but I had like fallen asleep downstairs and I was supposed to start the dishwasher. So I didn't start. It's like four in the morning. So when I went to bed, my wife was like, it's not going to be done by the time I need to get up and take care of your child. So I felt <laughs> so bad. Uh, oh, uh, no. It's 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 an adventure. Um, but yeah, you know, the, all the stuff, the Twitter uh, at Gordon Holmes, Instagram at Gordon W. Holmes and uh, YouTube is something else. Uh, cool. But yeah, look, looking forward to the same old same old survivor coverage I've been doing for 14 years. So don't expect yeah. anything new or exciting out of me. Since uh, High School Musical, Jess. <laughs> yeah, since Je- since Jess was since, in yeah. high school. Mm-hmm. Jess, remember Survivor Gabon when I uh, was in preschool? Yeah, when you were kindergarten. Started doing my Survivor coverage. Yeah. I, I think it was older than that. <laughs> your first, your really first words, know. your first words were like Sugar Kuiper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please, gosh. Sugar no. Kuiper. That's a great first set of words. That's fun. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Jess Sterling, what do you got going on? Tell the people what kind of shit the 90s have taught you recently. Yeah, so we are finishing up some seasons over on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. We're finishing up season six of Boy Meets World, so we'll have one season left to go. And we're finishing up season four of Dawson's Creek. Uh, so two seasons to go on that. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Um, we also, speaking of making people feel old, we discovered Xenon Girl the 21st Century, which was like one of my favorite Disney Channel original movies back in the day. Let me tell you, there are some wild things in that movie. It's supposed to be set in 2049, but this movie was made in 1999. And what they think the future is going to look like is real interesting. <laughs> yeah, that seems <laughs> so, to be the case. Uh, yeah. it's, it was really fun, though. So go check out all of that. And of course, uh, over here on Post Show Recaps, I just finished up coverage of a few different things. Paper Girls with Deidre. That was tons of fun. Really hoping for a season two. Still haven't heard anything yet. I don't know if this is just like Amazon's way of just like making us wait. But I really just want to hear confirmation that we'll get a season two because there just needs to be one. Uh, cliffhanger and, um, did end on a cliffhanger? Um. Yes, kind of like they, yeah, I think the way they ended it, they really were pushing that there'd be another season just because it's obviously, if you don't know, it's from a graphic novel and um, they kind of cherry picked what they, what content they picked out of the graphic novel, but there's still so much that they could add to it. I look at it a lot, um, like not that they're similar in tone, but the leftovers where like season one kind of laid the groundwork and then two and three just kind of skyrocketed. I think they could really do that with the show. Um, I also finished up Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin over on HBO Max. That show ended really well, I gotta say. Really? It's Pretty Little Liars, so do like I, do a I need pound a, of salt. Do I need like, to know little... Pretty Little, a whole pound? Do I need to know yeah. Pretty Little Liars going into it, or can I just watch the show? No, you can easily just watch it. Like, I think it rewards fans who know the original stuff, but like, you don't have to, to watch it. It's like spooky, It's it, there's some jump scares. It's really, there are some really like funny things in there because it's so like, like outrageous but it yeah. actually it ended really i thought they tied everything up pretty neat, neatly and they did also leave things open for a season two although with hbo max we don't know what the heck's going gordon, on gordon but... i believe uh you can correct me if i'm wrong i've been off the beat for a little while but wasn't pretty little liars the original name for the beauty tribe in survivor kagiyan oh deep cut i <laughs> know 
<laughs> that's I don't, a, know that's how, I don't really know how to survivor anymore. Uh, no, I, right. I I'm okay. go no, I'm the I'm the survivor expert who has zero survivor recall. So uh, I'm like, oh yeah, there was a survivor Kagayan, wasn't there? There sure was. Mm-hmm. There sure was. Uh, lots of fun stuff hey, happening. What's up? Tell me. No, that that was I had to. That's my Tony Velasco. Oh! my my Tony Velasco always starts with, "Hey Josh." Yeah. Hope you have some shit up for me. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> have some have some shit up for you guys. Yeah. One hey, of the great one of the greatest moments that I've ever had in my entire life, let alone my experience as a survivor journalist or my experience as a journalist, was being with Gordon and Dalton on the beach of Fiji for Survivor Game Changers as Tony like walked away from us from like a photo shoot on the beach and wished us well, waved goodbye to us, said, I'm gonna go have some shit up for you. Uh, and the entire <laughs> the entire full cast was behind a nearby bush in earshot. Yeah. So it's like, and, oh, great! You just totally doxed yourself, bro. <laughs> like, and and to, to know how pregame works, like there's somebody who walks them from from station to station. They're supposed to be silent. Let's make a sound. So for him to turn around and be like, hey guys, yeah, go do it. Have shit up for you. I'm gonna go have some shit up for you. And it's like, no, they can all hear you, man. <laughs> They can hear everything you're saying. <laughs> so great. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, Speaking of Survivor, though, uh, next week, we're going to be covering Season 3, Episode 16, Virtual Systems Analysis with the one, the only, Gabby Pascuzzi. Yes. We so, love So really excited to get her it. back on. Uh, that's exciting. I'm really excited to talk to Gabby. It's been a minute since I've talked to Gabby. It's been a while since we've had her on community since season, like very early. Season I think it was one. season one. I think yeah. we had her on super early in season one. I reached out. She said, yeah, absolutely. And this oh, episode yeah. is really fun. Um, this is a really good Abed and Annie episode. So I'm really excited to rewatch okay, it. Okay, cool. Virtual systems analysis, bring yourself online coming up next week. Gordon, thank you so much for joining us. We had so much fun here. Uh, everybody go watch Blade. You'll enjoy yourselves. And I had to say this, and I hope that he doesn't take offense, but I will close the podcast by saying, Corey B, F off! This is a show in season three. If you didn't know, we included the Dean, Wiggler, and Jazz. Here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail Dean Dale with all of our friends. The brightest timeline's here to shine the way. Community building is here. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.